The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Today is a great day, as all days are whenever I'm hanging out with this dude. Wayne Breezy, how are we doing, my friend? What, 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 what? Ah! What's going on? I'm excited. We, I, I'm excited because we, we've, we did this last year, and I feel so bad because – Somebody emailed me and reminded me of it, and I did. I forgot where the email was, and I was looking through it. I couldn't remember to give credit to who this is. So <laughs> I know somebody's listening to this and saying, like, oh, that was – I told you guys about it. I, I appreciate you, and I'm so thankful for all the emails that are always saying, hey, try this, try this, because that's fun, and I want to try those things. But what we're going to do today, we are doing a super deep dive into the NFC West, and we're comparing the different position groups in the front seven of each defense. So we got Cardinals, we got Seahawks, we got Rams, we got Niners, and we're ranking each group one through four. So defensive tackles to get a ranking one through four, defensive ends, then linebackers. Then we're going to total those numbers up. So, Wayne, my first question oh, yeah. to you before we jump into this, when you were going through all these rosters and depth charts, did you have some interesting kind of revelations about what you were seeing? I mean, like going through the rosters, I was just like, "Ew, yeah, yeah." That I think that was those were my face. That was my face. I mean, look, like I said, a couple of uh, outliers on each roster uh, can be wrecking balls, but then you, if you, when you compare them to our roster. And I know that's not fair because that's the team we cover, but I mean, it's di they're different. They're it's different. Gross. It's gross. Yeah, there are there are a lot of times where I'd be like, okay, this has to be one of the worst position groups in the NFL, and then I would jump over to PFF, which they went through and like graded like all these different position groups, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, yeah. They're the worst in the NFL. <laughs> I, was, I was right, okay, because they're so freaking bad. Um, so that's what we're going to do. That's going to be the main show today. Now, we are also giving away a Debo Samuel signed jersey oh. to a 49ers Rush Patreon member, which I'm super excited to announce that. Um, and on top of that, if you've got questions, Clayton, the mad scientist, is behind the scenes. Uh, get your questions in and all that stuff. He's going to be processing through the comments. And most importantly, if you haven't subscribed to the Wayne Breezy show, you got to do that. Top of the description of the audio and video uh, comments. Go check that out. That's number one most important thing you can do today. Got to support the man. So, are you ready? Are you ready to do this? I was born ready. 
So born ready. Woo! Born. All right. To be Let's wild. Let's start too. with the big boys. Uh, defensive tackles. You cool with that? Let's do it. So here's how we're going to do it. Um, we're going to give. We'll start the same order. That way, we'll go Arizona, Rams, Seattle, 49ers. Right. Perfect. So we're going to do that every time. And I'm going to list off the starters and just a couple key backups um, for each team. Wayne will give his analysis. I'll give my analysis, and we'll jump to the next team. Then we'll rank one through four. Okay, so let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. Their starters, which they do kind of a 3-4. I struggled kind three, of finding four. the third guy. Yeah. Um, Lakey, Lakey Foto, Carlos Watkins. I feel like those are the key starters there. Okay. And then some of the backups, Jonathan Ledbetter, Kevin Strong, six-round pick Dante Stills. I know we were high on him. And then Jacob Slade, a couple other guys. So not a prominent group by any stretch. Uh, losing J.J. Watt last year. What was your take on kind of the Cardinals – depth or lack of it or lack of star power i mean it's it just doesn't it doesn't look good i i, I feel like you mentioned uh lake photo i mean what about richard lawrence i mean yeah. like that might be a name might be and look, he's I, like sixth on the depth chart in my opinion but he could be the starter like they I are just throwing a bunch of stuff against the wall and we're gonna see what sticks, right? So, like, I, I will say this for to me: the Arizona Cardinals, the front, the the tackles, the big guys on the interior, it, it's just not it. And like, like this, this would me, this to me would probably be a one. <laughs> in the in the worst of the worst sense, it's just yeah. bad. Uh, like, if you look at Lake Lakey Fotu had the most snaps with four ninety nine last year. They had a couple guys, Carlos Watkins, Kevin Strong had 300, but it, they need people to step up. Like, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Um, it's just bad. And if you look at the pre-FS scores, none of them are good. They're all bad. Uh, they don't have a player ranked in the top 70 of defensive interior players. Just doesn't exist. So, yeah. all right, let's go to the Rams. Let's check them out. Aaron Donald, right? You've got Aaron Donald and then... I don't know what else behind him. I could not tell who was starting. <sighs> Copeland. They did have third round pick Kobe Turner. Kobe Joe Turner. Brown, yeah. Ernest Brown, the fourth. Bobby Brown, the third. Bobby Brown, baby. I love me some Bobby Brown. Uh, <laughs> TJ Carter. They drafted Deshaun Johnson in the seventh. It's just a mess. But you do have, you got the superstar, right? You do, which, which automatically is going to boost the defensive line. Like it's gonna give them a boost. Now, how well will they play with this boost? I don't know, but they they pretty much been there. Look, I, Aaron Donald is a, is an outlier. He's 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 the one that I'm I'm kind of like high on when it comes to the Rams' defensive line. But you know, I'm toggling between them and the Seahawks. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the Seahawks don't have an Aaron Donald. Period. Like they don't even have anything, but they might have better complimentary pieces, but they just don't have an Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald to me still makes that Rams defensive interior kind of tough. Yeah. And and we know and, and, and as a 49er fan, we no longer have his daddy. So Ah, there you go. But <laughs> but I will say this. Colton McKivitt started the game yes. against the Rams in yes. week four, I think it was. Gave up zero pressures to Donald, zero quarterback hits, and pissed Donald off several times over. Good um, 
And so maybe we got a new daddy uh, in town. That, that's what I'm supposed to say. Now, what I will say, this Jedi, he says, I can't do these lists. I'm too much of a homer. I love jumping out of my Niner shell and trying to pay attention because here's the deal. Every single team has the exact same goal heading into the season. Win your division. Win your division. Niners went 7-0 and against the NFC West last year. Seven. Seven. Ugh. It's it, 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 people want to know can they repeat that? I mean, it's hard to do, it is hard to do, but we're going through the defense, we're going through these rosters, we're going through the front sevens, right? Right? And so, and, like, you're saying to yourself, I mean, damn it, we can establish the run game, we, <laughs> we should be pretty much a okay, right? I mean, it's a big if, but right, I, like, again, that's Aaron Donald. Now, what makes it easier for teams to kind of like take care of him is the fact that they just don't have the caliber quality starters from the other guys like you know what i'm saying and i think that's kind of what makes them you know you know accessible and, and being able to get through to him and so yeah we can deal with aaron down they ain't got nobody else so we just put our attention there but i still feel like aaron dono is still one of the best defensive players in the league i will not denounce him he's still that dude Oh, 100%. And, you know, Shot J, the man, look at him, those big old muscles, says, how motivated was Aaron Don will Aaron Donald be knowing they have next to no shot at the Super Bowl and he's on the verge of retiring? Remember, he almost retired after the Super Bowl season. That's true. But he got that money. Uh, Aaron Donald is getting, he has a dead cap hit of $59.5 million this year. Next year, $33.5 million. And then he's got a void year of $16 million cap hit. Um, so he's going to be making that money. And I don't, I think he's going to try to pad stats, which he doesn't need to do. I mean, he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But that's what this is. This is a money and stats year for him. And we saw last year they shut him down whenever he was quote unquote injured. I think we could probably see that again. Uh, would you agree? I agree. I, I, I Again, uh, he's going to be dominant it's who he is by nature until he gives up the goat he's gonna remain dominant he's like yeah. the second coming of of what we had from like the reggie whites and that type of the, the, he's that good he is he's that, that good. good yeah i was he, didn't know who else to throw in there but uh warren sap those guys you know what i mean like he's he's like the second coming in the new generation uh, of that he's not as big but he's just as strong and just as physical just as dominant. I do think it's weird that his best games have not come against the Niners. They won't come again. They will never come against the Niners. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers 
for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. One of my favorite memories, and this is when we sucked. We were wearing the all-black jerseys. We only wore won two games that year, but they were both against the Rams, and he got thrown out of the game and slammed I'll his slam helmet his down. Helmet. <laughs> oh, man. I was laughing. Oh, you mad? You mad, bro? Uh, <laughs> I love it. All right, let's go to the Seattle Seahawks defensive tackles. Now, they had a big signing. We had a huge signing with Javon Hargrave, but they got Draymond Jones, who I think is a top 10 defensive tackle, Jaron Reed, and they've got some good backup players. You know, Mario Edwards Jr., he's an inside-outside guy. Byron Moore, Cameron Young, they draft in the fourth. Mike Morris, your guy, uh, yeah, out of Michigan, Michigan in the fifth round, who's, again, another edge tackle guy, but he's, I think he'll be more inside. Yeah, he's built like an interior guy, but in Michigan, he played more the edge it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how they use they they have Boye Mafe there they they got some some talent in in their in their second uh, level with the linebackers but going back to that front um, this it's a it's a talented group and we we all know that Seattle just likes to build off of those secondary uh, second blue collar type of guys where they find these fifth round fourth round eighth round i know there's no eight rounds but they get these guys and they come in and they just play dominant football i feel like that's what they're going to probably try to do uh and with the addition of bringing you know bobby wagner back which we'll get into that level soon i feel like they have a pretty tough interior uh up front and so like but they don't have a guy like aaron donald Nobody does. Uh, well, I think that well, there's three prominent defensive tackles in the NFL. I would say okay. number one is Chris Jones. He was my runner-up for Kansas defensive City. player of the year. Aaron Donald and Javon Hargrave. Like, yeah. those are the three. And and so, like, that that's the game changer because I'm looking at their their interior. I'm looking at their nose guys. I'm looking at their, uh, their other guys up there on the front. I mean, I like Draymond Jones. I mean, I think that's the guy that everybody's going to be circling on, but He's still not that that no. he's not that dynamic of a player. So I'm still he gonna was the put, 96th rated uh, Pro Football Focus defensive tackle. So like but here's he's my a good player. Here's my order, and I actually I can't even give you an order. But I oh, gave we gotta you do my Niners one. first. You want to walk us through Niners? Let's go through Niners good? first. We know. Let's, are we not going to do the Niners because we all know it? I just no. I be, but maybe somebody that's watching the show that isn't a 49ers fan. They don't know it. So let's go through the Niners, and then we'll do our rankings. Okay. Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, wow. Then Javon Kinlaw, Kevin Givens, Kalia Davis. We ain't seen him yet. Ty McGill, Kerry Hyder, Alex Barrett, Spitzer Wagey, Marlon Davidson. So I just it, like – and that's why I said I wanted to base this off of just the starters alone because our two interior guys, to me, just seem superior than – the the other guys and their and their interior guys right and so like look Aaron Donald to me is still slightly over Javon Hargrave but now you're adding in another factor so Javon's gonna have Eric Armstead and that's gonna be a crazy dynamic something we've never seen before yeah so yeah. so let's hear your four um start at the bottom Drake style go to the top. All right, so starting from the bottom, I guess number four would be um, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, 
I got Seattle at three. I got to put respect on Aaron Donald's name, put Los Angeles at two, and then I got the Niners number one. So I have the exact same order, exact oh, same order. So I, and I even like, I have the, the Niners at one, then I have a huge gap. I think Rams and Seattle are close. They are close. And it's because of Aaron Donald, like you said, I think the Seahawks have the most depth outside of the Niners. Um, so that keeps them up there. Cause I think they've got four decent tackles, but none are playmakers. Uh, and then the Cardinals might be the worst defensive tackle group in the NFL. I mean, it's, it's a joke. It's I, a joke. So when we talk about seven and no, I mean, I know we're not talking, this is not the offensive show. We're not talking about that. But look, from an offensive perspective, I mean, that's what they got to deal with at first. And we say the quickest line to a quarterback is a straight line. And there's only one guy, in my opinion, that I'm kind of like circling. And the 49ers handle him pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I feel like seven and no is in their favor again. I like it. I like it. I like it. So let's transition to the defensive ends. And before we do, let me announce this Debo giveaway to our Patreon uh, followers. That's what's up. Uh, we currently have 383 Patreons, which I'm pretty excited about. And I'm very thankful. The lifeblood of this podcast. Uh, thank you. So I did the revolve spin the wheel thing and it was 152. Scroll down. Congratulations. Do not have to be present to win. Um, Oski Bob. Um, that's a dope that, name. Yeah, it is. O-S-K-I Bob. Oski Bob is our winner. I'll be reaching out to him. And if you didn't win, that's okay. That's all right. We, we're going to have a lot more. This is episode number 881 for oh, the 49ers Rush Podcast. So we're going to be hitting 900 soon. So wow. when we hit 900, I'll be, I'll be giving away something for the YouTube and all the followers on there. So we'll, we'll get that set up. Um all right, let's get to our edge rankings, defensive end slash edge. The 3-4 complicates it a little bit, but I think we can work this out. Um, let's go Cardinals. Let's just start with them every time. Yeah. Cameron Thomas and Majai Sanders, two yeah. young pups, both rookies last year. They got B.J. Ojolari, one of my favorite players, second rounder. Victor Dimekeji, L.J. Collier that they got from the Seahawks. What do you think about the Cardinals edge, guys? Speed. Speed, a lot of speed, undersized like, speed, undersized speed. Um, they're going to be asked to do a lot. Um, here's the thing, though, like, and it's weird, right? Because I just feel like they probably will match up pretty darn well against the majority of the teams in the league. But then when you hit them with a team with like a, a crazy arsenal of weapons or, you know, like the 49ers, where they can kind of put this guy, they could put Christian McCaffrey here, get him on a linebacker, put this guy here. Debo, like oh. it, it's going to expose them because they're young and they're still learning. But they they, they have speed. I actually like this group of linebackers now that I think about it. It's very unproven, but like they notice what they want to do. They want to yeah. do this 3-4. And again, mm -hmm. think about who their head coach is, Jonathan Gannon, who was with Philly. He wants the ultimate speed guys, Josh Sweat, right? Uh, Brandon Graham. Uh, you've got, what's his name? Uh, gosh, Hassan Reddick. Like, Reddick. That's what they're doing. They are just going after speed, speed, speed. I think B.J. Ojolari is the best of the bunch, but we haven't seen it yet. Um, out of LSU, rookie second rounder. So, yeah, speed, speed, disruption. Now, the Rams. Oh, man. Uh, Michael Hawks. And Brian Young out of Tennessee, third round pick this year. I we like all Byron liked Young, him. Though. Nick yeah. Hampton, fifth round pick this year. Ocean Mathis, sixth round pick this year. And then, you know, Christian Rosebloom, maybe. But it's a lot of young pups again. 
Ooh, what do you think of the Rams? Be, it's going to be interesting. Again, young pups. These To me, these are more the unproven guys, right? Because they haven't played much. Uh, at least the other guys got it. <laughs> right. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I always thought their linebackers were suspect. Uh, I didn't even think last year Bobby Wagner had a great year, even though he had a great year. is weird. Uh, him being gone. Well, against the uh, Niners, he was not good. Against the Niners, he wasn't good. Except, didn't he make some type of tackle on the field by some other guy? But anyway, no, um, when it comes to their linebacking core, I'm not really sold on them. Uh, I, I just don't think they can compare. I actually like the Cardinals better. Yeah, uh, interesting. Now, I looked up the snaps. Michael Hawks played 400 snaps, 409. Nobody okay. played over 72 snaps. Kara Thomas played 71. Daniel Hardy, 41. Like, their edge... Again, they lost Von Miller. Then they lost uh, what's his name, uh, Leonard Floyd. Leonard they have just lost, and they haven't replaced. Yeah, they, they haven't replaced. So not with the quality from that they got from those players. They have their dart throws, right? Young dart throws, a third, fifth, and sixth round pick. Right. So if one of those guys hits, they might be okay with Aaron Donald there. But anyway, all right, let's get to the Seahawks. Here we go. Edge players for the Seahawks. Uchenna and Woso, who the Niners have struggled with. Boye Mafe, who I really, really liked. Daryl Taylor. They got Derek Hall, my, one of my favorite draft picks in the second round. Um, yeah, and then a whole bunch of undrafted free agents. But they've got a solid four. Daryl Taylor, Derek Hall, Boye Mafe, Uchenna, Uchenna Umoso. Yeah, this this is this is going to be a tough linebacking core right here. Um, just the simple fact that they brought back, you know, Bobby Wagner, right? So regardless of his age and decline, like I just think his presence is going to help get these other guys better. <laughs> yeah, um, it makes and, a difference because when you got the linebacking core yes, that sir. can shore up all the run gaps, yes, the sir. edge players can just kind of turn it loose. They could just let it go. They can be free willy out there. Pause. So interesting. <laughs> like, like I, I think <laughs> I actually like Seattle's linebacking core and I shouldn't. Like I really shouldn't, but I'm just I got I I'm not going to be a homer. They might have the best linebacking core. <laughs> Not. Let's get to the to the Niners, baby. Okay, Niners again. The edge defensive ends. I've got Bosa and Drake Jackson as our starters. Cleveland Farrell, Robert Bill, who's a fifth rounder. Uh, Austin Bryant, Daryl Johnson, Kerry Hyder. If you want to throw them in there. All right. So when you're looking at the edge, I mean, Nick Bosa isn't that the same? I, if I gave the same situation to Aaron Donald, like Bosa to me is the best, um, especially in the NFC West. And so he's going to help, you know, upgrade your Drake Jacksons. Who's been the unproven guy? Played, what, over 300 snaps, though. And so, like, you're going to get Drake there. I actually like the Niners as far as their edge um, when it comes to that because you got Bosa. So it, it it's easy for me. It's Niners 1, Seattle 2, um, Arizona 3, and the Rams Ooh. 4 as far as they pass rush. God bless you, Wayne. We got the are same you? ones. We no same way. Ones yep. Girl, I said, this is, these are my notes before we talked. I said 49ers one, Bosa alone gets him there. Seahawks two, very solid top four. Uh, three decent young pieces, then huge gap. Rams, worst edge group of the NFL. Three rookies could change that, but we haven't seen it yet. So that those were my sentiments. So yeah, we are right there again on the same. Oh, look at this. Oh, sorry about that, Clayton. I messed you up twice. Uh, 
sometimes I click on a comment whenever I'm not letting my producer do his job because I'm a control freak. And uh, I, we do it at the same time. It, it's a problem. It's a problem. Thank you, Clayton. And thank you, Nicholas, uh, the godfather of the 49ers Rush Rotros, baby. Uh, thank you for the super chat. He says, peace out, brothers. Back to work. Uh, but it's great to see everyone. Niners win this by a mile. We're conquering the West again. Ooh, I like those emojis. I like that. that. Conquering the West. I started to wear that shirt today. It was too wrinkled. I didn't feel like ironing it. Oh, there you go. There yeah. you go. So, all right. We've got one more group, and that's the off-ball linebackers, which I think you might have included a little bit. I did because I these three, four teams be pissing me the it's heck off. It's rough, right? man. Yeah. It, it, it gets weird. And so, so let's go through these quick. Apologies if I've confused anybody. So, Arizona, and that's okay. We can, we can make this work. Arizona, uh, off-ball linebackers, Kaiser White, Zavin Collins. They're moving Isaiah Simmons back to safety, where he should have been. Look that's at smart. Slick. He called me. Calm down, Kyle Chapman. I like that. I like that. Kyle Chapman got a good ring, too. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. That is kind of cool. They also got one of my favorite players in Owen Popo uh, in the fifth round. Out I, of like I like out them. Out of Auburn. Yeah. So he was fun. PFF had this group ranked as number 23. Mm. Um, but they've got its athleticism. You know, that, that's kind of what they're going for. Super athletic linebackers. They spent the draft capital on these guys. Just hasn't panned out. I really like Zayvon Collins, though. So he's gonna be, he's gonna be nice in the NFL. Period. He's like one of my favorite linebackers to watch. It's gonna be Big fun to fast. see. Yeah, man. It's gonna be fun to see this group. This actually may be the strength. This is definitely one of the strengths <laughs> of their defense. I will say that their linebacker, right. their inside linebacking core. I like that. Now the Rams. Yikes. Uh, Ernest Jones, and then probably, I don't yeah. know who. Nobody else, only nine total snaps between anybody else that Christian plays linebacker Rose for him. Boom. Yeah, maybe Roseboom. Uh, Nick Hampton, who I think is more of an edge in the fifth round, could play that spot. Ryan Smita, Kalechi Anya Betchi, DeAndre mm -hmm. Square, Jake Hommel. Like, there's nobody. Yeah, next yeah, PFF had them 32nd. <laughs> Seattle, Bobby Wagner, Jordan Brooks, Devin Bush. See, That's a pretty damn tell solid me that, that that squad isn't scary, bro. That's like, it's, it's Niners, Seattle, Seattle Niners for the top linebacking core. Like, let, let me read the names again. Jordan Brooks, Bobby Wagner, and then Devin Bush. Shit. <laughs> so so think about it like jordan all right let's do it jordan brooks bobby wagner against fred warner and dre greenlaw it's like neck and neck right it's pretty good uh to put this into perspective pff rated them the number seven overall in the nfl and i think as the niners are what niners were one one niners were one interesting though and that we don't have that third linebacking that Aziz Al-Shair replacement. Like, we don't know who it is yet, is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's right. not for sure, for sure. They got for sure, for sure. It's interesting, though. Interesting. Yeah, I think the third linebacker is going to be Oren Burks. I I've been screaming that one for a yes, minute. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Because when he filled in in the two games last year, I think he was the third highest rated defender we had all year <laughs> from Pro Football Focus. Look at Gerald. Uh-oh, what did I miss? Oh, no, I'm laughing at Shot Jay's comment. Oh. If, if you've ever seen yes. The Wire yes. and the senator comes yes. up to you, I swear he <laughs> plays senator in every show he's in, too. He's Corrupted the every one of them. Every one of them. She. 
Oh, I love the wire, man. I love the wire. Don't get got. Don't get Don't got. Don't get got, right? <laughs> but uh, uh, so here, my question to you, you know, going back to uh, what he just put up there. Sorry, I messed it up. I brought it down. Uh, who do you think will be the third linebacker? That's Thank interesting, you, yo. Great like, I, I'm. It's. I, I know you got Oren Burks there, and I'm not saying that he won't do it well. You, you put him at that third linebacker, you're taking him away. But I'm okay if it is Oren Burks, but I would like to see Marcelino McCreary Ball get that spot. But it's going to come down to how these training camp practices go out. You know what I'm saying? I don't think any of the rookies are going to start there yet, um, but they're definitely going to be working their way up the depth chart. But I feel like if Marcelino McCreary Ball has an amazing camp, and you saw they let go of an undrafted free agent guy. They let go of... Uh, Marino Marisarin. Yeah. With an so, injury designation. With an injury um, designation. I so like it's him. gonna it's going to be interesting because I feel like the linebackers may have one of the best camps we've seen in a long time. And the one thing that the 49ers produce well are the linebacking. It's the linebacking position, right? So it's going to be really cool to see to me. So I got I got M Marcelino, I got MMB, right? I feel like he's going to make a stride to push forward for that starting, you know, linebacking spot in the base defense. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I mean, there's a lot of guys, and it just needs one. Uh, you know, I like this comment from Gerald who asked the question. I think we walk Huff up, use him in a four-two-five look, and then you bring in Tig as the extra safety. Yeah, I think uh, they do I that think for... later in the year. Yeah, I was going to say, I I think they introduce it early, and then they put they tuck it. it whether it's, it's, it's they tuck it, especially if it's successful. Because now they don't want to give out too many wrinkles and game film on that. So they'll they'll use it early. If it's successful, they'll tuck it into the game. Uh, and then come when it's come down to that playoff push, you might see start to see a lot of that 4-2-5. Yeah. Now we haven't brought up either of the rookies, linebackers the Niners drafted. Jalen Carter in the seventh, D yeah. Winters, um, who they got in the sixth round. Fun players. Um I think for that third linebacker role, that's Jalen Graham. And then they've got D winners as a basically Drake Greenlaw, you know, apprentice. (laughs) Um, Just kind of solidifying those points. But I wouldn't be shocked if either one of those gets some playing time. Now, can they overcome Oren Burks? That's the – Oren Burks clean, man. Yeah, he's 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 clean. I think think here's the thing, though, right? If the 49ers – uh, Johnny Holland believes that these guys can be that dude, right? What can they also give on special teams is going to be the factor. Now, I know Burks is guaranteed. He's got guaranteed money. So I don't know how that's going to work from a contractual uh, perspective and as far as the, the cap and all that type of stuff. But there's a possibility that D. Winters might end up on special teams. There's a possibility that Jalen Grant, they got to see what I'm saying? And so for me, if I had to say who's going to be the expendable out of the linebacking core, maybe DFF. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out. They already cut him once and brought it like brought him back on a cheaper deal. And I think this is so whenever I look at Oren Burks, I see Tayshawn Gibson, this veteran presence that just doesn't mess up. Right. Thanks. So D winners, Jalen Graham, they're splashy. They're more exciting. They're more explosive. But. That's not really what the Niners are doing with these spots. You want the veterans safe. We're not giving up explosives. We're not messing up. So early in the year, Oren Burks, 
then those young pups with coaching. Mm-hmm. I, Jed, I called us linebacker. You, we evaluate the linebacker position, the Niners, better than anybody any other position. Yeah, yeah, oh. I agree. It's just, it's just who is what we do. Yeah, I feel like we produce. It's you know what I can't even say tight ends either, because George Kittle was different. And it's it been seems like nothing else. Yeah, and it seems like we're struggling to produce them. But when it comes to the linebackers, the linebackers, man, we we just churning them in, producing them, developing them, and letting them go out there and get their deals. I love yeah. it. Linebacker, yeah. you baby. That's right, man. And so back to our linebacker rankings. Um, again, I'm not sure if you did separate ones, but I'll just go off mine. I have the Niners one by one. considerable margin because I have Dre Greenlaw as the top five linebacker. Understood. Fred Warner's number one. Understood. Uh, I like Lucas, Jordan Brooks though. I don't. I, I think he gets a bad rep from Seattle, but he's 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 a rising star. I think in in the league. And now I that think you so too. And now that you brought back Bobby Wagner to kind of like cultivate that. Like last year was all on him, right? He was pretty much one of the leading tacklers in the league, if I'm not mistaken. He had the highest PFF grade. Get the freak out <laughs> of, of here. Any linebacker. He was okay, so one. now you bring back Bobby, who might be older, slower, but he's still got that. Two. Still got that wisdom. So this is gonna be interesting. I'm telling you, yo, I those games are gonna be the dopest games of the season. Yeah. Seattle and freaking 49ers. I will be at both. Somehow. I'm excited about it. Now, Devin Bush has struggled big time. Your Michigan guy. He did. He struggled in Pittsburgh. I'm not sure where he went after that. Uh, was trying to. I don't know if he fit the Pittsburgh system. Uh, and I was wrong. I liked him more than Devin White, and I was way off on that. But here's the thing: like, he's now going to a team that owns in on like this defense that plays more his style. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We, our job is to continue to make him a non-motherfreaking factor. There you go. There you go. And, and so I get Jordan, like, so again, just PFF numbers. Bobby Wagner was first. Devin Bush, 54th. And Jordan Brooks was 68th. If we look at uh, the 49ers, Warner was second. Greenlaw was ninth. Um, so linebackers. you, you kind of take that for what you will. Yeah. Um, Oren Burks didn't make it because he only had 177 snaps. Yeah, not enough. But uh, he was way ahead. So he had a 78.9. So he was right behind Drake Greenlaw. So if Oren Burks would have had 200 snaps, he would have been probably 12th or 13th in the NFL. I, that's my only PFF. concern. Like, do you, when you give him more snaps, does that lessen him elsewhere? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, it's possible. But, I mean, special teams and whatever, like, I don't think his snaps go up huge. I did a whole thing on Aziz last episode. Let me pull this up real quick because I I went through some snaps. And so if you just look at what he did last year, Aziz played 383 snaps last year, 30% defensive snaps. Oren Burks played 177. So you're just doubling his snaps. That's all it was. Niners don't use that 4-3 very often. They can't because these teams are coming out with three wideouts. Yeah, it, it, look what you do in the division. Yeah, you, you the freaking Rams, <laughs> they're in 11 and, personnel all the time. Oh, my it, gosh. And then the look time. what Seattle, they just added in uh, in Jigba, right? And so, yeah. like, psh, they'll be in 11 personnel. I, and the Isaiah Cardinals Oliver is going to have him, have him a year. I like it. <laughs> He's going to be out there a lot. I like it. So, let's, uh, so again, my order, let me scroll back up. Um, I had the 49ers first, mm-hmm. Seahawks second, mm-hmm. and like Seahawks are great. I think the Seahawks are closer to the Niners than they are the next two teams. So I had a huge drop off. Then I had Cardinals three, 
That's me. Similar to what you said. And then yeah. Rams, by far worse than the NFL. Maybe the worst overall unit of any team at any spot, the Rams linebackers. That, they're they, that, that. Their linebackers aren't it. Like, that position group is in it. Not for that. Not for that's just not it. So we'll look. Like I said, look, I have no, I have zero problems in giving credit. I gave them credit on the defensive front, right? I said Aaron yeah. Donald is still top defensive tackle in the league. That boosted them up. But when it comes to the linebackers, I got to call it like I see it. They, they're, they're not, they're not it. They're not. I can it. call now, anybody trash yet, but they're not it. It. I don't like calling people trash unless Me they're neither. trash off the field. Right. Like so. so I get what you're saying. Trash. They're just not it. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Sin? I know you're driving. Stay safe, girl. Be safe. Be safe. So here we go. Let, let, so I totaled these up based off of your rankings and my rankings. And so it's like a golf score. The lower the score, the better. Okay. So, uh, for example, if they finished last, they got a fourth for that one. And so three different categories, DTs, DEs, and linebackers. We have a tie for last place. The Rams and the Cardinals got 10 total points. The more mm. points, the worse it is. So the Cardinals finished fourth, third, and third. And then the Rams finished second, fourth, fourth. Okay. Then you have the Seattle Seahawks in second place with a seven score. They finished third, second, second. And the 49ers, um, which you can call us homers all you want. That's okay. Uh, finished with a score of three. They finished first in all three of these categories. Wow. Well, I, yep. and I, and I, and I want to challenge those NFC West content creators, right? I I want to have that conversation. Like, how do they feel about the situation? I want to see if they keep it a hundred. Because if you just pull up the roster, the, these three groups, I don't think we're being too big of homers, right? Which because... we're going, we're literally going off the rosters, though, John. Like, we're literally going off of what we watched play last year and who they brought in this year, and what rookies they have. The right. more rookies you have, the, the harder it's going to be. <laughs> they haven't played any football. Yep. And this is how the teams build. When we were doing draft coverage, and the freaking Seattle Seahawks have two first-round picks, and what did they draft? They draft a corner and a wide receiver. Not that that's bad, but they build outside in. The Niners don't do that. No. Niners build inside out. And so that is reflected here. You look at... You know, and again, we're going to go through all the positions. Thank you, Jedi. He says, nah. He said, this lid is legit in his honest opinion. And we'll go through the other ones. And the Niners aren't going to finish first in all of them. But this is a strength. Like, the Niners have the best linebacking core in the NFL, according to almost everybody. Um, like, for example, one of my favorite shows, uh, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks, they did just draft your favorite top eight linebackers. Mm -hmm. Drake Greenlaw was eight. Fred Warner was one. So, like... They don't have any alliances to the 49ers. You no. got two top eight guys as linebackers. Like, you're the best in the NFL. That's all there is to it. So, I don't know. Enough said. Enough said. All right. So, that's we're going to continue the next time we do one of these shows. Now, I do have to say, uh, I'm going to be out of town taking a little quick hiatus before the move and all that crazy stuff. So, we're not going to have a show Friday or Tuesday um, as far as the John and Wayne show. So, next Friday... That's when we're going to pick up our show, uh, the John and Wayne show. And, man, what do we have? Oh, man, I, I, I sent it to you in our messages. Here we go. We did. We yeah. have offensive tackles, yes. interior offensive linemen, and tight ends, baby. So, yeah, we're jumping to the other side of the trenches. The trenches is where fun? it's at, yo. That's where like games it. are won and lost, in the trenches. 
Whew, I love it. All right, so we got a couple questions before we jump out of here. Let's do so, it. Yeah, Clayton, let's get through a couple of these questions, and then we'll we'll call it a day. PG Brown, dang this hate for Lance and the media is out of control. Albert, Albert Breer needs to shut it. I'll let you start, Wade. I got my own opinion on this, and there's a reason why I didn't include it in today's show notes, uh, mm-hmm. but I want to hear your opinion first. I mean, it's nothing going on. Hey, the 49ers are the most juiciest team in the history of sports. <laughs> like, like, and, and it's because of the way we're just built, right? We're, like, we're the only team in the NFL that's going through this quarterback situation, right? And so now you got the reports of Brock Purdy nine times out of ten being ready to go week one, which we're still trying to figure out how if he's not practicing, but he's down, he's headed down to Jacksonville to get some practice on or whatever. And so now, obviously, after that, here comes the Trey Lance hate. And it's just like hate or, or stories, excuse me. So it, it's going to be that. I mean, I think as far as content creators, our job is to make sure that you know, we put our players out there in the forefront and give them that green light, the good light, like the side that people need to see from them and things like that. Because we all know that Trey Lance or, and what he can do, what he's capable of doing, what he's projected to do, you know, and, and things like that. And so, like, I wouldn't take these these stories from these guys that are looking for clicks and likes and all that type of stuff. Hell, why don't y'all like and click our shit? <laughs> I freaking love it, man. And, and I'll say this: like, I went and watched a clip, which I don't follow him. Like, I don't follow who he was talking to. It, like, it was not. It was just a. I don't know. It was a clickbait show. But I got emailed and DM'd and asked about it a bunch. So I was like, okay, I need to watch it. And he started with like, you know, I believe and my thoughts are, which I appreciate. But that's not what gets transcribed into all the tweets and articles and whatever else. This was one hundred percent his opinion. Albert Breer has never broke one story on the Niners, and I don't think he ever will. And not because I'm anti-Albert Breer. I don't follow him. I don't like his content, but that's okay. Like, he's an NFL, quote, insider sharing his opinion on things that have nothing to do with the Niners. Do I think Brock Purdy is probably on pace to start week one? The more information that keeps coming out, I think so. I have been a person that thought Trey Lance would be starting week one because I believed the timeline that they gave for Brock Purdy's surgery. Seems like he's ahead of schedule. That's a great thing. People like are DMing me saying like, oh, you were wrong. Huh? I'm the happiest guy that Brock Purdy's healthy. Like, I don't understand. Like, I never was an anti-Brock guy. I right. said at the end of the year last year, Brock Purdy should start with what he's done. But when the injury happened, I thought that would create a small window to see what Trey Lance had. Which it did. And, and, and it might. And it still might, right? And so like at the end of the day, like, this isn't like this is you can support Trey Lance, you can support Brock Purdy, and you can support yes. the 49ers at the same damn time. Not I think exclusive. that's the issue. Like you could just do it all. <laughs> like so do it all. If you're a 49er fan, support them all. If Trey Lance is out there, give him your support. If Brock Purdy is out there, give him your support. If Sam Darnold goes out there, hell, give him your support. And so, like, at the end of the day, I feel like as a fan, we create these divisions. Like, we do this. And then we allow dumb stuff from these guys to come in and kind of steer us down a different path. I mean, it's a juicy story. Click on it. It kind of turned me off from writing, too. Like, I haven't written anything in such a long time because 
I want to write something based off of concrete evidence and 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 things like that. I'm tired of talking this guy potentially doing this and this. I'm tired. Like and so when you said you need a hiatus, like listen, I understand. <laughs> Yeah. At the end of the day, guys, these guys are going to go out there and all we should care about is their life, their health, their strength, and can they go out there and perform? And if they do that, we should be satisfied because for me, all I want is to win and go to the parade so I could be on the damn float. <laughs> You'll get on the float, too. I'm I getting will. on the you float. You will. I'll be taking pictures of you. <laughs> I'll bite you. You'll be like, John, come on. Uh, I was like, nah, the, no, the no, bouncer no, no. won't let me. No, 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 no. that's no way, no way. Uh, Shache says, uh, "Thank you." I got a question. How many of you guys have liked, subscribed, Patreon with the dynamic? Thank you, man. And I will say this: this Wednesday, I'm so excited. We're doing our 1994 watch party. It's the NFC Championship time, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys 49ers this Wednesday at 5:30 p.m. So we've got the NFC Championship this Wednesday. Next Wednesday, the Super Bowl. It's going to be a great time. Um, so come join us for that. I any level Patreon member, Zoom hangout, going to be a blast. Uh, Jay says, George Kittle is doing way too much. He does a lot. He's on every single social media. He answers almost all the replies. He does all the birthday wishes. Works out nonstop. Always on. He does a lot, man. He does but, a lot. Um, hey, such a good look, dude. Does it matter if he's producing? Huh. I think that's my question back. Like, does it matter if they go out there and they're producing now if they're not producing that's when you can sit there and bring this statement back up and says hey man you're doing the most bro just yeah. focus on football but at the but end you don't of have the to day, worry about that with him that's no, not I, we, yeah and exactly man at the end of the day the way i want you guys to try to look at uh our athletes uh their entities so like at the end of the day they're walking businesses so, like, they have to figure out ways to always make sure that there's money coming in. Look, as a content creator and not working for one full year, I'm struggling. But I'm trying to figure out other ways to, you know, make money. Yep. And so, like, that's what they're doing. But there's no football season. They might not be getting a check, you know. As a teacher, you have an option when you're on salary to get checks throughout every month. Or you could get in that 10-month contract. So you can sign the 12-month contract or get the 10-month contract, get more money in your checks. And then for two months, you're like, damn, where my money at? So you got to find another way. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I yep. just feel like that's what players are doing. Some people, if you feel he's doing the most, that's your prerogative. And there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of people feel that way. But at the end of the day, like, he's got to support his family um, and, and things like that. But if he's producing on the football field, you could do all the most, George Kittle. 11 touchdowns says he's doing okay. He's doing I feel like okay. he's doing right. And that was with missing a few games. Yeah. And whenever I, I said this from day one, when they got Christian McCaffrey, the person that will benefit the most from this is freaking George Kittle. Why? Because it flexes. You put so much pressure on those linebackers who have that dual role. I got my run read Christian McCaffrey. I got my pass read tight end. You can't do both. You can't do both. And as soon as he showed up, it was just touchdown machine central, man. Uh, and in the red zone too, bro. Yep, I, yep, yep. I, I was watching some of his his touchdowns. Like, wait a minute, Kittle could catch in the red zone. This is excellent. And this is yep. this is great going forward. So, I love. I I just love the team. Look, the 49ers have a a crazy arsenal, and just leave it at that. 
just it's crazy it's insane it's insane and 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 the and the 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 number twos and the number threes are arsenal web are, are weapons like it's crazy and so it all it's going to take is a competent guy to come in here and get these guys the ball i love it i love it i'm excited uh vz says what's up with the r&b show it is on hold now yes so the R&B show is a show with myself and Raj, and so our schedules started to conflict with one another. Like, he started a new it's position, hard, and then I had to go out and work. <laughs> uh, that's one of those ways that you got to figure out ways to make money. So <laughs> uh, so our schedule and timing. So uh, come during to the regular season, VZ, we're going to kind of work on something to where we could pick a day that's consistent, and then we can always bring you that R&B show. But we got a lot planned like raj is a really cool guy he's the man dude i love raj i need to get him on the show i'm bad about just like ducking my head and working yeah and not reaching yeah. out like i should yeah um, it's tough but that's all right clayton i want to say thank you to the man who absolutely crushed it from behind the scenes uh made this show possible and guess what wayne it's yeah. time my friend we got it we got to end this conversation all right guys listen the john and wayne show will resume in about a week all right in about Next a week Friday. Next Friday, to be exact. We love you guys out there. Listen, stay strong. And before we go. I do have it queued up, by the way. Okay. But before you queue it up, there's a contribution. So go ahead and click on that. Oh, look at this dude. Uh, Derek, he says, thank you for your content. That's what we're about, trying to make the best of the offseason and get you guys ready for the season coming up so that you're in the know. So uh, thank you so much, Derek, for your contribution. Thank you, Derek. And stay strong, faithful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.